maybe just read something here. I don't know. I might be like Conley. I may just read a lot. I don't know uh, some things, but uh, had this scripture here come on her heart, and just uh, over in Matthew, and maybe just a thought or two. I, I, I really don't know what the Lord has for us in all of it. Just maybe just a thought or two would give us in uh, in uh, in the seventh chapter of the book of, of Matthew. <clears throat> we'll try our best to, to, to just mind the Lord and do His will tonight. We was all kind of joking and joshing around there before church about being tarred and stuff, you know. And, and uh, uh, these uh, these these been times in my life when I've just had to peel myself up to go to work, and I do it, you know. And I, and I thought about that coming to the house of God. Uh, Times a lot of times I peeled myself out, Mark, and went to work. wasn't always I didn't really enjoy it, and I really didn't want to do it. But you know, there's a lot of times in this life, just like with kidding around before church, you get tired as your week goes on, and there's, there's just all kind of things comes your way. But it, it it never fails in my life. As tired as I am, it's still a joy to know I get to come here. I'm I'm just thankful, even. Even even though, and I know each one of us feels it, I mean, uh, on a Wednesday night in the middle of the week when you've had a hard week, it's it's a hard thing just to just to get up and go sometimes in your flesh. But what a joy it is to get to come to the house of God and, 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 and hear the goodness of God and, and to be able just to sit in the presence of God's people. And, and I'm looking forward to one of these days when we get to go sit down together and, and never, never have to leave. And and that day's coming, but uh, but but while we're here, uh, there's there's some things we we need to do, and uh, but but long short of it, I, I may want to read a little bit over here in the seventh chapter of uh, of, of Matthew, <coughs> and uh, I'll just start in the first of this and, and work our way down maybe to where the Lord would have us and. And maybe he'll have something in all of this. I don't know. But but we'll start there in the first uh, verse of this. He says, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye met, it shall be measured to you, to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. And he says there, thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother, the mote out of thy brother's eye. And I, I thought just a, just a little thought on that right there. I thought about that, uh, how that, that the Lord's kind of telling us in that right there, you know. And, and there's another scripture that's on my heart over in, in the 118th Psalm where He talks about to put not your confidence in man. And if we are putting our confidence in man, you're you're looking at, at, at an equal creature to what you are. You're looking at someone that's just as flawed, just as failed, just as apt to do wrong as you are. And, and, and it's easy for us to judge one another and look and say, this one needs to do that and that one needs to do it. He, he tells us not to judge one another. 
you know, in, in, in the manner, and I've, I've preached that before, we, we may not be a judge of, 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 of people's lives in certain aspects, we can judge the Spirit, though. He said that we can try spirits, I guess is what I'm trying to say, see if it be of God. And you can try those things, but it's not my place to, to judge you on a, on a lot of things. But, but because in that, I'm just as flawed as you are. I've got, I've got something in my eye of how can I pull something out of yours. I need to be very careful to get my life where it needs to be to where I can be a help to you. And that's what he's telling us right there in that. Uh, he, he said, thou hypocrite. I mean, it's, it's one thing to look at a man knowing you've got sin in your life and trying to help him get it out of his. It's not possible. And, uh, but, but he said, The first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. And, 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 and that there, I, I thought just a, just a second on that right there about how the, 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 the going, it, we should be a help to one another. We should fellowship. And we, but when I come to you to get my answers, you're just as bad a creature as I am. And, and if I'm casting my pearls to you and looking for you to give me my help, then, then you're just as apt to turn on me later as, 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 as just like he's talking about these swine. So the one we've got to go to, the one we're looking to, is, is Christ. That's where we look to. And I, I'll get on down into this here in a minute and, and maybe some, where some of my thoughts goes and, and maybe it'll help that be a little more understandable. But, but, but we, we need to cast whatever's precious to us. As he talked about casting these pearls, whatever's precious to us, uh, we, we don't need to be casting that, thank you, Chad, before one another. It's to be cast before God, one that appreciates that burden, one that appreciates that trouble. He said, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Well, you can come sit down with me and tell me every sin you got and everything, and I promise you, I can't help it in my mind. I'm going to be looking at you thinking, wow. Or I'm going to have a thought or something. That's just who we are. I can tell you everything that's wrong about me. And you're going to be looking, whoa. And you're going to judge me. It's your nature. And, and, and that's what he's saying in that right there. Is it, to look unto God for your strength. Look unto him. He said, he said there, give not that which is holy unto the dogs. Neither cast ye your pearls before swine. Lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. For what man, if, if there be, what man is there of you, whom if his son asks bread, he will give him a stone? Or, if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly, shall, shall your Father, which is in heaven, give you things to give good things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, 
do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Now here's sort of where her heart was in all this. But I just felt like reading down to this. But beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that, he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me, in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And I sort of got to thinking on these things right here, and thinking about all the way from the beginning of this chapter up to this point. How the Lord was describing unto them not to look to other men and not to, not as us as men, not to look on, on others, uh, is to be their judges and all these things and, and casting your pearls before those swine. And, and he talked about these false prophets, these false, uh, that come as ravenous wolves and sheep's clothing, looking like your best friend, looking like a, a man that wants the best for you. And we live in a day and an hour that we live in, and it seems like there's 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 all these all these different uh, uh, preachers, different types of churches. I thought this week as I drove around, I saw some uh, a, a, a different name on a church, and and I just looked it up because it, it was a it was just an odd type name. I won't even mention what it was. Looked it up, and, and boy, just everything about that church and the and, and the description that it was a telling about it, it just made it sound like boy, this is your best friend. Uh, you can you can just find all the help you need here. There's a somebody help you with every situation you're in, and it made like they had just all kinds of different uh, counselors, different things for all of these different helps that you might need in your life. And and and, and the whole thing of it, I didn't hear Christ mentioned very much. I didn't hear him in a lot of their description and in a lot of their help. And and I thought about that how that man today thinks he has got a help for everyone. And the whole time they're trying to just gather in for themselves, maybe uh, the wealth of their own pockets, and, and and it described in that right there about their pastor, and and, and uh, he likes to go to the gym every day, and he likes to do this, and uh, some of his favorite hobbies is this. It told all this, never did tell me when he got born again. That's what I wanted to hear. Uh, I wanted to hear his testimony to see why should I put my confidence in this man? Not because he's athletic, not because he goes to the gym every day. All these different things, but what in that it, it appeals to some people. 
And they know that. And, and, and in that, they're trying to draw in a crowd. Trying to draw in people under their churches and trying to just get a good number going on there. And when you got a good number, then you start getting in a good uh, uh, offering every Sunday and it starts to grow. And then you can have a little more time to go to the gym all you want to. You can look as good as you want to and do all them things. But that's not what this is about. You read to me about a beggar, Conley, when we first started the service here. He didn't have a lot in this life. He, he, he may have chose to be that man that he was. He may have cast away a, a lot of wealth that he had just to be a beggar. Maybe God waited. I thought about that and I'm speculating. I know, but I, I'll tell you, I've seen it happen in people's lives for real. Maybe that man had a lot of wealth. Maybe he cast it aside. Maybe God laid a burden on his heart for that rich man down the road. And maybe he said, God, I'll set this gate every day the rest of my life and I'll witness unto him the salvation that came to me. Maybe that was a burden on his life. Maybe he laid every other thing aside and he followed Christ. And he was willing to live off of a crumb the rest of his life to be a witness to that man. You don't know, I don't know. The Bible don't go into that. But I'm telling you, there's people that does that. They cast away all their wealth in this life to follow a burden that's laid on them. And that, that ought to be our heart. It ought not be one thing hold us back from serving God. Our wealth our friends, our family, anything. But 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 in all in all of that, he talked about false prophets. And he said you'd know them by their fruits. And 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 and, and, and you, you, you think about something that's false, it's a counterfeit. It's something that's not real. It's just an illusion, more or less. It's what it is. And we got people today that's preaching that illusion, and they're they're they're, they're wooing people, and they're 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 offering a, 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 a false salvation. Is what was on my heart through this a counterfeit salvation, and, and and trying to tell people they've got something when they really don't have a thing, and they're filling them up, and they're making them feel good. They pump the music up. They they they, they they're lively. They're happy. They don't get up and preach it straight message against sin ever when they stand. It's always something positive. It's always just something. Uh, you're doing great. You're a great person. You're wonderful. and You're this and you're that. Nobody feels anything straight. But they're false prophets. They're just, they're just an illusion of what's real is all they are. But deep down inside when you peel back what's there, it's just a ravenous wolf that's out for itself. It's out for its own lunch. It ain't out to take care of the sheep. It ain't out to even bring sheep into the fold. It's false. And when the people comes to them for help, you know what they're doing? They're casting their pearls right before an old swine. Just somebody that don't appreciate the trouble, don't appreciate what they're going through. Don't get down, Bobby, and feel their burden and feel their care and feel uh, 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 their hardship. They're not worried about that. They're worried about what they can gain from it. Beware of those. I'm telling you, the world's full of them. Beware of that. Because what are they doing? Jennifer, they're filling people's heads full of a false sense of salvation. There's a narrow way. He said there was a, there's a broad way. But narrow is this way. This is the one that leads to heaven, Judy. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And when you get to looking, he said, he said to be aware of these, and he said, you'd know them by their fruits. 
When you get to watching a man or just like what I was trying to do, read up on their pastor there, and when you get to read, and they ain't nothing mentioned of Christ, they ain't nothing mentioned of salvation, they ain't nothing mentioned of God's glory, but it's it's a building up a man and it's a building him up. Stay away from it. Just get away from it. When it's about a man and it ain't about God, you don't need it. It's an illusion and it's a falsehood. It's making you think you got something that you ain't got. And they pew after pew of buildings, I ain't going to call them churches, today of people that thinks they're going to heaven because they do just as good as the preacher. The preacher tells them they're alright and everything's okay. They go up. I, I heard the other day of a, of, a, of a big, and like I said, I'm not up here just to bash other churches, but I'm going to tell you something. I know some men through our communities and I'm confident in the Word of God. My confidence is in God. But I'm going to tell you, I told you, a spirit of our witness. And I know men that stay true to the Word of God at home and in church and on their jobs and they preach the gospel in the spirit and the truth and I've witnessed that spirit in them and we will see in these churches one or two or three, four a year if you're lucky of people getting saved and then you go show me some big old mega place over here and they're baptizing 200 next Sunday. You know what they're doing? A whole lot of And I hope to God, my prayer is I'd love to see and know that those were truly saved. But I, I, I see some of them that comes out of the churches out on the job and they look just like the world. They act just like the world and there's not a difference in their mouth. There's not a difference in their walk. But yet they're saved, they're going to heaven and everything's alright with them. I don't know why the Lord sent this message tonight. This is what He said. There's a lot of deceived people out there because they're listening to a false prophet. They're listening to false gospel and they're deceived. Did you, did you hear what I read to you there that it said when many was going to come before him? He said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? There's a lot of people today that sits back and says, I'm, I'm good enough, Lord. Look what I've done. Look what I'm doing. I've, some of these men may say, I've built these churches. I've done all these wonderful works. And there's people sitting in pews that says, Lord, I've done this and I've done that. And you'll say, I never knew you. Because they chose a broad way. They chose an all-inclusive way to get into this. They cho- chose a false gospel. A false salvation. Are you washed in the blood? It's going to be the true gospel. It's going to be the narrow way. It's going to be Jesus Christ. It's not going to be man's way. It's going to be God's way. And as you go on in this. It says therefore whosoever. Heareth these things of mine. And doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, 
And the wind blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew and beat upon that house until it fell, and great was the fall of it. And, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as, as the scribes. And, and I want you to, to hear just one thing in this as he's talking about uh, how he likened a wise man unto a man, uh, uh, or likened someone that listened to this as a man that built his house on, a far, on, a, on, a, on the rock. And he says, I will liken him, or said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. And he goes on into the next one, and he said, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. Okay, I want you to understand something. It's in them, in them two, them two uh, 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 verses right there. Every man's going to hear. Every man's going to hear. There's going to be some that hear and some that accept and some that hear and some that deny. Those that deny want to believe a lie. I, I thought about this as I thought of that scripture. And I, I know I've preached probably from that many a time. I think a lot about it just, just by, by what my trade is. A lot of times I guess maybe I go back to that and mark by what you do. You go out here and you want something founded, Conley, on a good foundation. You want to get down to something solid, Judy. You hit the nail on the head while it goes. You want to be grounded on something, and when you get grounded on that, you, you don't worry so much about storms coming your way. But you go out here, and, and, and Mark can attest to this, and, and maybe a lot of the others in here too, I don't know. But you, you, you go out here on the job, you've got some builders that are quality, and you got some that are quantity. You got some, if they can get it by the inspector, they will get it by to save a nickel. And, they, and, they, and they'll go out and they'll tell that homeowner, I've had men that stand there and lie to that homeowner, just, man, this year will stay, you don't got to worry about it. And they just tell them all kind of falsehoods. That person don't know the difference, but you want to know, a lot of times I believe they, 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 they know that what's been done is wrong, but they just want to get in that house. I just want to get in there. And they'll believe. I thought, I thought about this, and uh, I, I won't say who it was, uh, because we all, we all would know who they were, but there was, was somebody came to me uh, uh, at one time and said, I want you to come and look this house over I'm wanting to buy they said, I want you to look at the foundation and tell me if there's anything in there that you see wrong. And I try to be pretty honest about things when I look at it. And I looked at it and I said, I wouldn't buy it. I told them, I said, I said, I don't like where it's sitting on the on the lot where it was built. I don't like the way that, that the walls look. There's some, some vertical cracks in them. There's some things that, that, that kind of gives me some bad vibes on this thing. I can see where they've already tried to cover up a little bit of where maybe some water had come in. It's just all kind of different things. And I went through it and just almost made them mad. You know what they did? 
Everybody else old, but look at this cabinet. Look, oh gosh, look at them light fixtures. Everybody else goes to pointing out all the things upstairs. Well, like the layout of this. Everybody walks in, they're looking at all the little trinkets and all the little doodads in there. Nobody listened to the man that told them about the foundation. And I'm not bragging on me. I really am not in that right there. I'm just telling you, that's what I do. I, and, and I tried to be as honest as I could. Turned around. Bought it. And I was not allowed to say anything else. Down the road. One day I hear, I need you to come over here. And there's all kind of water coming through the walls. There's all kind of issues going on. I'm allowed to say, I told you so. That's the way it goes. When somebody, something comes up after you told them and told them. And it's just a natural thing. It, it's not anything to end the world on, but that's just a natural example. But it's a spiritual example also. We sit through church and we hear the truth, but we want to believe a lie. Because it's what we want so bad. And there's a lot of men out there playing on this. A lot of women out there playing on this and they, 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 they've got so-called churches and they ain't nothing but false prophets in, in, in sheep's clothing telling people what they want to hear and leading them down a road of falsehood on a broad way that's leading them to destruction. And then one day, just like a wise man that built on a rock, there's a great storm come and his house is safe. His house is solid. His house don't move. And in that house that was built on falsehoods, that house that was built on lies, that boy had the pretty light fixtures, that had the open concept going on, that had nice cabinets, that had all this beautiful stuff upstairs, but wasn't built on a good foundation. When the storm comes, breaks the fall of it. We better be able to withstand some hard preaching sometimes. We better be able to withstand hearing some things that we don't want to hear sometimes and stay established on a strong foundation. And then every little old wind and every little old storm that comes along won't blow your little house down. You'll stay firm inside the walls of a refuge that can withstand whatever comes its way. A wise man is going to build his house on Christ Jesus, the solid rock. A foolish man is going to believe lies and falsehoods. And he's going to live in a house and never want to open the basement door because he don't want to know what's down there. That's what I thought as I was reading this. I think nobody ever wants to go to the basement. <laughs> I thought about that while I was studying it. If you've got a, if you've got a bad uh, 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 walls in your basement down there, you just want to stay up there and hope it's going to hold. Hope that everything's going to hold on for you. Nobody ever wants to go to the basement and check out truly what they're building. Same way in the house of God. It ain't COVID that's wiping out a lot of our small churches. 
It's people not wanting to hear the truth. It's people not wanting to be built on anything solid and willing just to go through life believing a lie and think one of these days they're going to stand before God because some man told them you're saved. Some man told them you're alright. Some man told them that God's not going to, he's not going to uh, uh, judge you for that. God's not going to put you on top of it. You won't go to hell for that. And, and all because some man told them something that they think they're going to get before God and he's going to say it's alright. All along, somebody told them. Because every one of them heard the wise men and the foolish men both. Both heard that they needed to build their house on the rock. But they chose to go where all the youth programs was. They chose to go where all the numbers was. To where you slip in, slip out, never get noticed, never have to have a, a, a position in the church, never have to do anything that was going to obligate them. They could just file in and file out. And live a life saying, oh, I go to church here. And when they die, they could say, member act. That's all people worry about in their natural mind. As long as when I die, I can say I was a member somewhere. Or I can say, say that some man told me I was saved and I got baptized. Me and 400 other people this is individual. And it's serious what you're building on. Because one of these days when that storm comes, here in this life you might be able to call somebody. And you may be able to get a patch put on it. I'll just tell you that house ended up getting passed on to somebody else and they had the same trouble. I had some man come in there and patch a few things and said it was all right and put his approval on it. The next person that bought it went to call him back. We'll have trouble after trouble after trouble until they dig out everything down there and redo what's under it. That's the only picture they Mark. When it gets bad, you just gotta dig everything out, dig it up, and fix it. That is in our lives too. Keep trying to patch, you keep trying to poke, and you keep trying to point this up, point that up, cover this up, cover that up. It ain't gonna get fixed until you dig out everything and get to working on it from the ground up. That's the only way to fix anything. I know it might be gross, old buddy of mine used to say that's like a band-aid on a runny sore. It'll stick for a little while and then it fly right off. It may be gross, but that's just a, a good little saying that he always said, and it stuck with me. You got to get the problem fixed. You just keep putting a band-aid over it. It's still getting infected. It's still nasty. It still needs cleansed, and it still needs something other to, to cleanse it. Same way in our life. You just keep trying to cover up your sin, cover it up, cover it up, cover it up, cover it up. You just need to get it cleaned up. Show up every time, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll One day before you know it, it'll kill you. Maybe that's different tonight. I don't know if it's different or not, but it's from the Lord, I know that. Not 
because I brought it, because he sent it, and I know where it comes from. And I appreciate the Lord tonight.